0: It's game day at Raising Cane's. If you want to order like a champ, it's action off the field you need to focus on. The only play you're running is chicken. So what combo are you picking? Make it a perfect season. We've got tailgates of hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers and cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. All available to order online or on our app. Touchdown! This season is about to be unbeatable. Raising Cane's chicken fingers, one love. (laughs)
1: Hi, I'm Maya Wolf, and you're listening to The Sauce with Kenzie Taylor. New episodes released every Tuesday.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Sauce Podcast with Kenzie Taylor. Today, my guest is adult film star Maya Wolf. Hello. Hi, Maya. <laughs> Hi. She looks so beautiful for Thanks. the audio listeners. <laughs> she has these amazing, are those, is that real leather, your pants?
1: These are actually PVC.
0: Love that. Yeah. Are they comfortable?
1: They are, actually. The inside of them is pretty, like, smooth. They're made by Topshop, which is, like, a nicer brand. So they did a really good job making these.
0: Love that. You always look so fancy. Thank you. You're I very try. stylish.
1: <laughs> I love fashion. I'm over here
0: like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maya, you are an adult film star. Mm-hmm. When exactly did you start in the industry?
1: Um, it's been, like, two and a half years or so now. It was... August of
0: 2020. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so you started basically like when
1: everything started COVID like times. <laughs> when yeah. yeah, when things were
0: opening back up. So mm-hmm. honestly, that was probably really weird time to start because yeah. everybody's freaking out and yeah. not knowing what. <laughs> what did you think?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really know anything different other than true. That, you know? So like, yeah. I didn't know what it was like before. But yeah, it was definitely. Not an ideal time to join, but I don't really <laughs> think there ever is a good time to like get into. Porn. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just like you either in or you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, I will say, from a person that was in it prior, it's it was a lot more laid back, I guess per se. Yeah. But the thing that I did like that changed once COVID hit was they got more strict with um cleanliness. Mm-hmm. I feel like lately that's kind of been important it it's kind of like forgotten about lately a little bit at some locations but then again you can't really control like house owners and cleaning their houses and stuff for anyone who doesn't know we run out different homes (laughs) for (laughs) for our shoot locations a lot other than just studios and stuff so that's what I mean when I say the homeowners, I you meant
1: people at first is like really. Yeah. I was like, Who's dirty? Yeah. yeah,
0: I know it's crazy. I'm just like, Oh, I remember one time I took a shower at um, a house. Oh, I, I won't say the house because <laughs> <laughs> it's a very popular house, yeah. but I took a shower and I, I just got done working and mm-hmm. it was like a really rough scene. So I'm like, Okay, I just want to decompress for yeah. a second and wash all this jizz <laughs> out of my hair. So I'm showering and like, I'm not even joking. Probably a hundred ants came crawling out of the shower nozzle once I turned ah. it on. <laughs> it was so gross. So I didn't want to be like weird and like scream and freak people out. Yeah. So I kind of like covered my mouth and I was like, "What the
1: fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I. If it's at all an option to not shower. At a shoot house or a studio that is um <laughs> that's my choice <laughs> that's See, what i would prefer
0: i've heard that a lot and i've also heard a lot of people being like oh i take a baby bird bath which meaning like, like a, they'll a use bath
1: with baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: they'll use like either the sink and like spritz themselves yeah. and or they'll use like baby wipes i'm just really weird and even if mm-hmm. it's like a dirty location i'm like yeah. I just want to rinse off my body and then I'll, I shower again when I get home.
1: See, I just want to do it like as soon as I get home. Cause I like just, I don't know. I don't trust how cleanly the area <laughs> yeah, yeah. are. I'm like, mm. <laughs> if I like brought like slides or something with me, maybe I'll shower in those. But like yeah. specifically my, like, I don't want to be naked in those. Like I'm <laughs> i am already,
0: definitely. I've already get touched that. a lot of
1: probably questionable things for the day. Yeah. Like the one thing that's supposed to be clean. I don't want that to also be of disgusting
0: yeah uh, (laughs) i totally get that for sure uh apart from the cleanliness Uh i feel like the other thing that has changed um since before you entered is the fact of um people care a lot more if they're feeling sick they'll cancel Mm -hmm. work right away rather than i've you know i've been to set at times when people will show up really sick and they still work yeah still get paid still leave and I don't like that. That's not it's, cool. No, like, you know, you're not going to give your all when you're sick like that. You're not going to be yeah. able to give a hundred percent, and also, that, but
1: like we we swap spins, yeah. You and know? you're getting like, everyone that's not else on to the people you're working exactly. with. Exactly, like, that's fucked up. Exactly. No. So, so I feel like our bodies commodity. So like, if you get exactly someone sick, you're like ruining their opportunities to make money. My body is
0: my art of work, <laughs> work of art. Yeah, but um, yeah, so. That's a very interesting time to enter. So what was your first pro scene that you ever did?
1: My first pro scene was actually really fun. It was a girl-girl scene with me and Vanessa Skye. And Quasar. Yeah, she's so hot. She's actually going to (laughs) be here later today if you want to stick
0: by. I love that. Maybe we'll have some fun. (laughs) Anyway, carry on. (laughs) Um,
1: And it was with Quasar, which, like, he is one of the... Easiest hilarious shout out to my quasar i've shouted you
0: out on here so many times but he's hilarious
1: so we just like poured oil on each other and like rubbed each other and laughed and like looked hot by the hot tub and then just went inside and, and that's it
0: <laughs> did you get to have sex on a bed it was a couch okay yeah still a soft material yeah. that's so nice mm-hmm. yeah
1: and then my next one was like my next one was also on a couch i'm pretty sure yeah yeah
0: that's nice <laughs> But that's awesome that you got that for your first scene. yeah. And you got Quasar. Because I remember, too, my first scene he directed as well. And I had a Mm boy-girl. And it was on a bed as well. So not only did I have Quasar direct my first scene (laughs) as well, I also got to have sex on a soft surface, which, for anyone who does not know, (laughs) we we do not get to pick the areas that we fornicate in. (laughs) Believe me, we wish that we could. But, yeah. What's the... (laughs) Speaking of weird foreign areas where is the weirdest place that you have ever had sex
1: like on set or on set
0: and offset
1: um offset is gonna be like on the top of a water tower
0: that's dope (laughs) I'm jealous
1: (laughs) I yeah that that that's a funny story actually I ended up getting like detained that night what (laughs) let's hear this story (laughs) so I was a bad I shouldn't say that. Um, I was bad when I was younger.
0: <laughs> You're a bad, bad girl. I was going to say
1: I was a bad kid, but yeah. I'm like, oh, we shouldn't talk about me and having sex as a kid. Um, I was.
0: <laughs> You're a bad adolescent. I was
1: bad when I was younger, and mm. I left my house when I shouldn't have, and my ex-boyfriend picked me up, and we—I lived in a small town, so we like went to the top of this water tower, and we're like watching the stars Where are you from arizona okay yeah like northern arizona okay um so yeah then we like fucked up there and then we went down to his car and his car was apparently parked illegally so the cops were there <laughs> it was bad
0: were you guys naked no we oh, were okay. dressed
1: because we had came we had like come down from the tower like we were getting ready to leave um was
0: that your first time up on top of a water tower or was that yeah yeah, yeah. was that like a plan like hey we're gonna go fuck no, up there
1: I mean, I didn't think we were gonna fuck up there, but like we were dating, you know, and like we fucked a lot, so kind of like it just made sense.
0: (laughs) I want to fuck on a water tower. (laughs) I feel like now you'd totally get arrested like instantly, but probably. Who knows though? It was
1: like dark though, like it was late at night, like there was no one around, so. Do you
0: like uh, like risky situations like that?
1: I like public things. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of like uh, photos in downtown LA where I'm like fully nude.
0: And there's like tons of people.
1: Uh, actually, we shot a lot of them during the pandemic. So they're I, I'm like a big person on consent. Yeah, like I, you know, if someone isn't looking to see me naked, like I'm not trying to show them my naked body. Yes. Um. So I yeah. really
0: respect that a lot. Thank you. I'm kind of the same way. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I've kind of like pulled my boobs out in random places and <laughs> like, hey, you like this? <laughs> but for the most part, uh, you know. I think of, like, being around, you know, if there's, like, families and children and if I'm at, like, a theme park or something, I don't want to wear, you know, a white shirt with no bra and my nipples are just showing. Some people don't care, but stuff like that, so I respect that.
1: Yeah, but I I do have pictures of me fully, like, head-to-toe nude in, like, Pershing Square and in front of, like, the i think it's town hall love that <laughs> other places love too. that Just for like, town hall <laughs> what a downtown. great
0: that should be like on a pamphlet like <laughs> town really hall fun. welcome to the town <laughs>
1: and the town hall is actually like really phallic shaped which is hilarious like i don't know if you've ever seen it mm-hmm. but like the bottom of the building is like really long and then like the middle of it goes up. <laughs> basically like a cock almost <laughs> like a drink. yeah
0: they yeah. <laughs> are like this is fitting <laughs> so uh what is the riskiest place or uh, i guess not riskiest but strangest place obnoxious place that you've had sex on film um or just a it doesn't even have to be like obnoxious just a place where you're like i didn't think i could have sex there but we did it
1: i'm trying to i mean i had sex in the desert when it was really hot um but that's, that's a- brutal i've done that that's brutal <laughs> we were in like it was like a a Western film too. Uh-huh. We were in, like, I had like four layers of shit on. It.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I felt really bad That's for my because like,
1: it's hot as fuck, and like they had to like keep their dick up and shit. And I was like, oh, this is rough. Like my pussy yeah. gets dry, or I'm not feeling good. I just like throw some lube on there.
0: If anything, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna get dry. I think it's gonna be very moist because <laughs> of all the layers and all the <laughs> sweating.
1: I had like bloomers <laughs> and like a fucking like. Is it a petticoat. Thing it's that, something, like, adds, yeah, like, yeah. Volume and then like another skirt and then like a corset. and Isn't that
0: crazy? They used to dress like that. Yeah. I seen that when. um <laughs> So London's one of my favorite places. Well, mm-hmm. it is my favorite place, yeah. but it's uh, such an amazing place, full of so much history. But if you go in, into different places there, are like um, some of the like castles or. Um, even the tower of London, they have like jewelry or they'll have like clothing of Mm -hmm. what they used to wear, Mm -hmm. you know, when like the queen was younger or even before her and they would, they would wear those big, like cage things, basically like uh, so heavy, probably like 20 pounds. The corsets that they would wear were so tight (laughs) that, um, it was stated that some girls would even, um, end up having their ribs like cave in and that's just how they lived that's insane but just the thought of that I'm like no yeah no yeah that's disturbing I'm very claustrophobic I'd be like (laughs) get me out of here
1: I'm like I need to be comfortable in my clothes like I can't like I can never imagine that like I don't even wish like heels 90% of the time because I'm like "Mm."
0: (laughs) what what is your normal like go-to outfit when Um, you're not stylish as hell
1: (laughs) sweatpants for sure tennis shoes and like Either a really small tank top, kind of like this, or like a really baggy sweatshirt, or both, like one on top of the other.
0: <laughs> love that. I like, yeah.
1: Especially I love to I'm be comfortable. What do you say?
0: I love to be comfortable, so I love that you're like that too, because yeah. a lot of people are like, I love to wear heels and dresses, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah, I but can't. I was
1: like, can I wear sweatpants to <laughs> so yeah. I was like, no, 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 wear some pants. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're like, ah, I'm, I'm going to just be comfortable. Um, so what is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in the last, I guess, three years now of being in film?
1: Um, I mean, it probably has to do with, like vomit or, shit or something. <laughs> like, that's
0: okay people people like to hear it but if you don't want to share you don't have to
1: i had a content trade that i was supposed to shoot and the male talent kind of had to push it back and i was like okay that's fine like your scene's going like no worries um but i got really hungry <laughs> <laughs> and so i went to this nice italian restaurant <laughs> down the street from my hotel and yeah he was, was like face fucking me and then just all of a sudden like my my pasta was
0: just, your pasta was
1: i think it was also everywhere. the wine that i had too because i like had a nice glide with it and i yeah. think that was just like yeah <laughs> and i was like oh i'm so sorry And i honestly think he was kind of like a little bit into it but i was like no no, no, no.
0: Like, <laughs> you're like i'm not go no.
1: go clean up i'm not going to continue to suck your penis
0: oh, okay so you were done you were like i'm done
1: i mean we yeah. we kept going after he went and cleaned it up but i wasn't gonna like continue to like suck up my vomit
0: off <laughs> that makes me think of a time i did this scene i'm not gonna we're not naming names here um i did a i did a uh double bj scene with a girl mm-hmm. And the certain um, performer loves very sloppy, deep throat as much as possible, Mm -hmm. like just gagging. um, But, you know, clearly that's that's stated right away. Like this is what you're getting into. So we know that. Um, And the other girl that I was working with was starting to get like really hangry Mm -hmm. um, because she didn't eat Eat, breakfast or whatever. So it's like like 1 p.m. at this time we're literally about to do the scene we'll be done in 35 minutes and then she could eat she threw a tantrum um and so we ended up like stopping everything we didn't do the scene yet she uber eats uh like some food for herself Mm -hmm. waited the food came she ate and then after 15 minutes she was like okay i think i'm good in my mind i'm like no you're not like, yeah. I used to work in nursing, and I'm I'm aware of the digestive track. I'm like, there's no way, like, yeah. there's no way. But okay, whatever. Maybe maybe her body's different. <laughs> and I also didn't want to upset this person anymore, so I was just yeah. like, okay.
1: Sometimes you just gotta do it, just like, yeah,
0: yep. It's, be super like, take one for the team. Yeah. That's basically what was happening there. So, <laughs> um, I said, all right let's go ahead then. So we started the scene. We were 10 minutes into the blowjob, and you know, the sloppy going back and forth, deep throating, you know, I didn't grab her head at all or anything cause I didn't know how far down she could go. Um, so she was doing it herself and I heard her like make a burping sound. Oh, no. So I thought like, Oh, she's burping. Cause people do that all the time. Yeah. Um, but she actually was starting to throw up. So while she was pulling her head off of the cock, she projectile vomited all over and it went literally like <laughs> we were sitting basically like leg to leg like on our knees right next to one another it went all over my lap <laughs> like literally all over my entire lap and the smell of it because she had mexican food the smell of it mm-hmm. was horrendous so then, <laughs> so, so then she just kept going and didn't do anything or say anything. And I, and I was just so grossed out, but I was like, okay, I was fine. So I, I put my hand out and I like did the open hand signal and went like this, like, um, like, Hey, you know, I motioned to like, give me something. So the PA handed me a bunch of baby wipes. Um, cause everything's POV, so they can't see what I'm doing with yeah. my hands. It was like a sideways POV. So I grabbed the baby wipes and I literally just went like, and just wiped the the big pile, yeah. and pushed it further away from me. And I was like, I'll clean it up when I'm done, and then just finished the rest of the scene. But oh my god, if were
1: a trooper! I would have made it cut. smelled
0: so bad and i couldn't get the taste out of my mouth for like five hours because the taste was still the dick after i was just like oh my god what Mm -hmm. the so yeah 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 so (laughs) i totally understand the vomiting with food and all that yeah it was it was brutal i was like "Eh." i don't think i ate mexican food for like a few months after that i was like oh god um I wouldn't Whoa. even
1: do that with my own throw up and you're like, you're doing it with
0: right? so I so don't mind the throw up. <laughs> that is, um,
1: like mostly really like fluid. phlegmy
0: and like a, a little thick, but like it's clear. Yeah.
1: I know. I don't mean. mind
0: that. That's it's, happened to
1: me before, like on an empty stomach yeah. where I've gone a little bit too far. Yeah. And, but like, then I just, that I have just been yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to like slurp this.
0: <laughs> and it doesn't taste bad. It like, doesn't. That it is just, just tastes
1: like a bunch of my spit, which is weird. And maybe yeah. a tiny bit of bile.
0: You're like this is really good, <laughs> but the best, ladies and gentlemen, that keeps you really wet is feels by Kenzie Taylor. You can get my water-based lube at feelsbykenzie.com. dot com. It's good stuff.
1: It is good. I used it in my butt. You did? <laughs> did. I love that.
0: Uh, okay, on a scale of one to ten, what's your rating of feels by Kenzie?
1: I would say it was like an eight. It stayed yeah. pretty. It stayed pretty. Okay, I'm picky for my butt lube. Yeah, no, um, so am I. And so I like. I need something that like stays really moist, and that was really great
0: love that and there's no that. taste
1: i did not taste it but yeah.
0: i oh, love I mean, that I I I yeah there's it off no my taste
1: or off of my, off the my favorite
0: my, my favorite thing about it other than the fact it doesn't clump up is mm. that there's no taste like yeah. i can't stress that enough I it's incredible
1: hate when i go to sex and one stick and they put lube on it and it tastes like very synthetic chemicals you're like yes
0: <laughs> i'm like oh, yeah okay <laughs> Uh, what would you say is um, a common myth about the adult film industry that you've heard? And since being in it, you've realized like that's not true at all?
1: Um, that we're all dumb and we're all being extorted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shh, don't tell anybody. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, actually,
1: we're, we're all really stupid porn um, girls and none of us actually want to be doing that. I, I hate my job. Please, no one book me anymore. Yeah, yeah.
0: Please. Oh, man. I have to have sex with a hot girl? What? Oh, my God.
1: That's my favorite it's part of job. terrible. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love I love working with men, but when I get booked mm-hmm. with, a, with a very hot woman, I'm like, yeah. oh, I love my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love BTGs honestly, because then I get like the best of both. Yes. Like, wow. you know, or, it's f- what were you going to uh, I was
0: just going to ask you, if you had to choose one scene that you had to do Mm -hmm. and that was the only scene you could do for the rest of your career what would it be
1: okay from like a business standpoint i would say probably boy girl just because that sells the most but from like a pleasure standpoint (laughs) like probably shoots with trans girls because then i get like hot Boobs and a penis, and they're so yes.
0: yeah, it's oh, <laughs> love them, love my trans girls. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my ladies, ah, yeah, that's that's hot. Yeah, so I would say the same thing, I would say, you know, either sex with a uh, trans woman as well, mm-hmm. or a boy, girl, girl anal, so that way oh, you do pussy ass. And you have another lady. Yeah. And you have a guy. Yeah. So
1: you're right. I should have included anal in my.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay.
1: Actually, most of my scenes with trans girls have actually ended up being like girl-girl anal scenes, which is interesting because not a lot of those are filmed.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I that guess, is interesting. Yeah. Huh. I have like two or three of them.
0: Have Have you ever um, topped anyone with a with a strap on, or pegged them?
1: not on camera yeah
0: <laughs> not on camera coming soon um maya wolf pegs kenzie taylor oh
1: i, <laughs> I actually i did a live show with a strap on actually but that would be really fun yeah <laughs> to yeah back to what yeah. You said. yeah please um <laughs> i'm really good with a strap on um i s- I first started using strap-ons when I worked, like, in a fetish dungeon.
0: Love that. I was like, wow,
1: this is fun. I feel powerful.
0: <laughs> is that what you were doing before you were in the industri- industry for mm-hmm. uh, work?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I, I've always had, like, I've done sex work since I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the times I had, like, a vanilla job, too, and a sex work job. But, yeah, I was working at a weed shop and a fetish dungeon right before I got into porn. Interesting. Yeah. How old are you? 26.
0: 26? You're very wise for your age. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Thank you. I've had a lot of growing up
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: in a short amount of time.
0: <laughs> I get that for sure. <laughs> well, I have a few fan questions if you're up for answering fan questions. Mm-hmm. So I'll share the person's um, user handle from Instagram, and then I'll read you their question. Okay. So at Carrie Cheer... Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself in five years' time in your career and in your personal life?
1: Where do I see myself in five years' time? Um, In my career, probably at that point, I think I'll be directing um, shoots for sure. And yeah just like doing that and like working on features still i love working on features i'll probably have written some at that point too i actually just wrote my first script that's going to be produced two days ago (laughs) that's awesome yeah that's really do you like writing uh yeah i'm a writer Um, i mostly write poetry but i started like trying my hand at writing screenplays about like a year and a half ago or so love that Um, So yeah, like definitely like venturing into the production side of everything and like building my own brand and like releasing my own scenes too. Um, And then like in my personal life, I'm an artist. So just continuing to like develop those skills and maybe at some point share my art and sell it. Who knows? (laughs) I love
0: that. Yeah. I think it's important to have, you know, goals and hopes and dreams. Some people are like, it's cliche, (laughs) but that's beautiful
1: the beginning of every year i have this like giant sketchbook that i use and i'll like write in 2022 or 2023 i've done it for the last three years and this one's like in 2023 i will and it's like a list of everything that i would like to accomplish this
0: year that's awesome so after you do each thing do you mark it off yeah (laughs) so for the last two years Mm -hmm. because you said three years now so for the last two years have you crossed off everything both those years
1: i have not crossed everything off and i didn't really expect to like yeah. some of the things i wrote like when i first got into the industry and i was like i'm gonna get a magazine cover this year <laughs> and like those things didn't happen but the fact that i like put that out there like i don't know i believe a lot in manifest manifestation so do i so i feel like the more you put them out there and like the more you like see that because i hang them up on my walls
0: like mm-hmm. i put them
1: somewhere where i'm gonna see it all the time like right now i have one on there that says learn a li- new language and that's been on my thing for three years and i just started taking french lessons two weeks ago
0: love that so i don't feel
1: Thank <laughs> <laughs> um, you.
0: Yeah, love that <laughs> <laughs> um i speak an angry french because i uh-huh. have two frenchies and i do a voice for one of my dogs but that's for a different day. I
1: actually saw your clip with Ricky talking about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> he, I was like, was that good? He, he was said, like, no. no. <laughs> He's yeah. always like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <laughs> you were actually um, and the star in his movie that won movie of the year, it Grinders. Was. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. How was your experience with that?
1: Amazing. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think
0: that's actually...
1: One of, one of the questions. questions. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, it is. It's one of the questions from Patrice Syra XO. What was your favorite part for the movie Grinders? Um. So I'm guessing what she meant by that is, what was your favorite, you know, part, as in like what you did mm-hmm. throughout that movie? Because obviously it's a feature movie, so there yeah. were so many things you did.
1: Yeah. Um. I would have to say there was this part in the movie where we filmed like a party scene and when we were filming it there was like a ton of extras there because it was a party and I was just looking around and the energy between everyone on set was like so cool and like you could tell everybody wanted to be there and was excited to be working on the project and I don't know, I really felt, like, the love between... Because a lot of these people are my friends, like, people I love and care for. Yeah. And you could just, like, feel that between all of us that we had been working on the project for, you know, I think, I don't remember how many days we worked on that. Quite a few. Yeah. So we'd all been spending, like, 12-hour days together. Yeah. And I think it was the last day of the shoot. And it's just good energy between everyone. I love to be around people who are excited about, like being there it just feels yeah. really good to be around people who actually like want to do the thing because sometimes that's not always the case it's
0: so true like, sometimes you i show love up and that
1: people like don't want to be there and like it just makes you f- like it's like a weird feeling receiving that from someone because it's, it's like, kind of like an energy vampire yeah or not like that but also it's like okay well i mean we have to have sex so like if you don't <laughs> want to be here it's making me feel like yeah. this isn't very consensual like i know you're a consenting adult yeah but it doesn't make me want to touch you it's like working with a girl who doesn't like girls like yeah you don't want me doing this to you so it makes me not want to do it to you yeah
0: i've shared about that before on here but i've had encounters with girls where they'll be like before the scene all right so i don't really like kissing don't finger me um don't use any toys um <laughs> i swear to god i cannot make this shit up um and uh, i'm I don't, i'm not gonna come like i'm just not going to i'm not into girls at all so i don't know let's just see where this goes and I, and i'm sitting there like uh, uh cool. Glad i don't know what to do with today. my hands what do i do with my hands <laughs> like yeah. so at that point i just think of like another like hot girl in my mind and i envision i'm like yeah, With- she wants me. <laughs> like that's that's what I do to get through a girl saying like she doesn't like girls. I'm like, yeah. "Yep. She wants me so bad." <laughs> She's enjoying like, this. Yeah, she loves this shit, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah. yeah. Either way, I always say to someone, I'm like, "Even if you're not into this, and you know, as long as you're consenting mm-hmm. like for the next 45 minutes of this sex scene, we're in love." Like, you're mine and I'm yours, and we're gonna just fucking dance the night away. Yes, we're dancing, meaning fucking, but still, like, (laughs) that's the way I look at it. Like, that's how you draw a good performance for the most part is that is the only thing that matters is the chemistry with that person. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, good vibes on set help, but yeah. yeah. Any (laughs) hooser. So, what has been your because you said you love features and acting what has been your favorite role that you've done so far was it the one in grinders or is there a different movie
1: um selfishly I'm gonna say it was the feature I was the very lead-in yeah <laughs> which was also the very first one I got to do which That's was awesome. really exciting and it was with Casey Calvert who is my good friend and mentor mm-hmm. it was a couple months into my uh career actually i just got a reminder it was like two years ago today and it was a picture of us on set (laughs) love that um so it was really cool for her to like take that chance on you know putting that amount of trust on me being such a new performer because you know features they are a lot of days of filming so if the person isn't reliable that's really problematic yeah (laughs) um what was
0: the name of the movie it's called spark okay and uh who is that for less cinema got it
1: yeah but also, the one we did going up, I think, was probably my best performance I've given so far.
0: You did incredible on that. Thank you. I watched that. Cause, <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I I like to watch movies that my husband acts in, like mm-hmm. like feature movies, because yeah. I just like to be supportive, but also I just like yeah. to see his acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, definitely, i seen your performance. And I already told you this in person prior, but I was like, this girl's going to kill it. <laughs> And you you did kill on that. (laughs) And also, going up one movie of the year at XBiz, is that correct? Awesome.
1: Yeah. So, congrats
0: to everyone for that um, that was on the cast and the crew. And Casey, man. She had a hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah. She she deserves it. Yeah. She's so nice. She's a badass. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Hmm. I have, let's see. Mm. Same person. (laughs) What other projects are you looking forward to?
1: So I just found out that this year I will be going to uh, Paris and Ibiza and London to shoot um, Dorsal does one like really big feature every
0: year Mm -hmm. and so
1: I will be the lead in that this year.
0: That's awesome! Yeah, congrats. Very, very that is huge. Is that part of the reason why you want to learn French as that well? That is why I'm learning. French. Yeah, yeah, or why you are. <laughs> I, I, yeah.
1: I want to surprise them and show yeah. up and be like, guys, I speak a little French. She doesn't now. know any French. No, I was. Well, last time I went actually there and met them, worked with them last j- July, and I, I didn't know any French, and they're like. The talent um, liaison, she's so sweet. She's like, Maya, you have to learn French. And so now that they're bringing me back, I'm like, I'm gonna show up this time and like be able to speak a little (laughs) French to them.
0: You're just like (laughs) speaking it fluently. They're like, who is this girl? (laughs) They ask you to move there and (laughs) buy you a beret. (laughs) Um, Now that's awesome. Dorsal's stuff is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, really I excited. I have no idea what their budget is, but mm-hmm. they're whenever they do a big like feature movie like that, it's looks incredible. Yeah. So I'm excited for you. Thank that is you. a big deal. <laughs> Very big deal.
1: Yeah, I'm stoked. Actually, that's the company that I wrote the script for the other day, Storcel.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool that you're into writing, because not a lot of people um want to take the time to do so, or they're not really interested in it. It's mm-hmm. actually really hard to find writers. Yeah. In our industry.
1: Hmm. I I mean, I mostly, like I said, write poetry, but the the stories that I write like they just come to me so quickly like um I see one thing and then it kind of just like starts to build a story out from there and so it feels like I can't type it down fast enough in like screenplay format to get yeah. it out on the page um I don't know it just comes really easy to me maybe it's like all of the scenes I've done and all of the like I'm really into film and television so I've watched like so much and that's just like all the pieces kind of and I'm a pervert too like yeah I, I think of these sexy scenarios and I'm like mm, so much in this.
0: <laughs> also too if you know you're into to film and everything mm-hmm. and television and you're d- seeing all these different things yeah. there's so many things that could be made into porn yeah not saying parody per se mm-hmm. but kind of scenarios scenarios yeah or you can like twist something. it up yeah. and yeah Absolutely. so stuff like that is there uh, you said you like poetry is there a poem that you've wrote that comes to mind that means a lot to you yeah Yeah? Yeah. Would you like to say it or read it? Yeah. Yes.
1: (laughs) So I have um, an anthology I'm writing called Looking Glass. um, And it's about how everything we've ever experienced uh, forms this viewing glass and looking glass in which we see the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's the poem I'm going to read you is um, the poem that the book is based off of.
0: Well, I'm going to buy this book. When does it come out? (laughs) I haven't even heard the poem yet and I'm like I'm buying this book
1: Let's <laughs> see. it's gonna take me a second it's okay
0: so in the meantime mm-hmm. I'm just gonna ramble to everybody so how awesome is Maya so far on a scale of one to ten I'll tell you a ten <laughs> I'm rambling because she's poing pulling up a poem. Um, she's poing up, up a poem. <laughs> she's poing <laughs> a poem.
1: I'm trying to find it in my little. Uh, I have a little. What is it called? An index of all the poems. Oh
0: yeah. I'm sure if you write a lot, it's probably uh, hard sometimes to. Oh go back through and find everything
1: i have hundreds of poems and some of wow. them are just like written on like little scraps of paper so I'll did you go to them. school for writing i did not no, no i never received any formal education past um high school i never i knew that i wasn't going to the yeah other day i was on set and someone. <laughs> was like what did you get on the sats or something like that because i was being a smart ass um, and i was like i don't know i never took them i i knew i wasn't gonna go to college so i never really saw the point in
0: it yeah yeah do you ever think about it now going um or are you more along the lines of kind of learning as you go how you've been doing yeah yeah
1: so i think now we live in a world where the like resources to learn things are so abundant Um, that we don't necessarily need to pay these institutions like absurd amounts of money to teach us things. Um, So, And I like to learn. I I teach myself things a lot or like find ways to learn things. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe if I ever feel like there's something I can't learn somewhere else, then I will turn to an institution. But I don't know. The way I see it now is they're not as necessary as they used to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually was just having this conversation recently with my mom because my baby sister is about to start college. Mm-hmm. And um, I said to her, she can literally just do master classes yeah, on whatever she wants because mm-hmm. um, she wants to, I know one of the things she wants to do is be like a pro makeup artist. She's yeah. already amazing at makeup. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was something else. Oh, photography. She yeah. wants to be a photographer. The photography
1: master class is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. So that. I was just telling my mom, she doesn't need to like, spend years of her life going to a college Mm. for these things
1: and a lot of the times they make you do courses that don't have anything to like prerequisites yeah don't have anything to do with what you're trying to achieve (laughs) thank you maya thank you it it doesn't make sense god mom (laughs) (laughs) i went to school
0: for four years for fucking nothing i don't even use my degree and like you said the prereq classes none of them like hello Mm -hmm. art class isn't helping me now yeah like trigonometry is not helping me like
1: yeah it's i don't know i found my poem okay perfect okay
0: okay now it's the serious time poem time
1: poem. i am not gonna i call it serious <laughs> the,
0: the the free-flowing fun <laughs> poem time
1: okay looking glass i am a summary of everything i have ever experienced these experiences shape my perception forming a looking glass through which i see the world I have had experiences that clouded this glass, jading my experience. In order to perceive a world more clearly, I let go, releasing hate, anger, sadness, and skepticism, freeing myself. That's deep. Yeah, thanks.
0: Do you feel like that represents where you're at in your life today?
1: Um... So I wrote a lot of this when I was 21 years old or 22. Mm. And so in retrospect, I look and read some of these things and I think they're kind of cringy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so when it says, you know, I have like freed myself from those things, at that time, you know, I thought I'd really healed myself from everything.
0: Don't we all when we're 21?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But now, you know, as I've gotten older and wiser, I realize that like, you know, those things do still affect me, even though I've like grown past them being like, the be all end all, like. Mm-hmm. So I've actually for this book, um, I was talking to a friend of mine about it, Gustavo Turner. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gustavo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling him about my book and how I read it, and sometimes I'm like, eh, he told me that there was this writer who kind of had the same experience, but he was signed to a publishing company so he had to release a certain amount of books in a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. and so what he did is he wrote responses to some of the poems on opposite pages and so i think uh that is going to be something that i do as well
0: nice so response meaning where where you were at uh, at that time Mm -hmm. mentally like when when creating that certain poem yeah that's awesome that's really cool that's super deep because I've never read a book where someone does that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I actually purchased that book, and I it's on the way, so I want to read that soon. Yeah, that's really cool. But, yeah, I, I was going back and reading it at one point and, like, fixing things or, like, deleting them, and I was like, well, just because I don't feel this way anymore doesn't mean that those feelings weren't valid at the time and it wasn't something that I thought was an actuality. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think it'll be a good way to show that, like, know, growth and
0: things I like love that, that. Yeah. so um would you say that you know doing sorry I'm like slouching <laughs> would you say that doing these poems is uh, a form of like meditation or just taking care of yourself li- with your mental like health semi-therapeutic yeah, yeah.
1: especially because a lot of them are about things I've struggled with or like uh, obstacles I've dealt with in my life mm-hmm. the, actual, act- the book itself looking glasses um essentially a series of poems about my life and all the things that I experienced. Um,
0: I like that. That is very courageous of you to put (laughs) your own self out there and be vulnerable with the world or, you know, whoever comes across your book when it's, when it's published because it's going to get published. I'm putting it out there.
1: (laughs) I will be relentless. It will be published. Yeah,
0: no, we'll be for sure. But,
1: um, yeah, I I have experienced a lot of things that um, are really hard to overcome. And I think that if I put this book out there and people see like, oh, things can get better. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that'll help people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fingers uh, crossed. <laughs> I, I really, I, I like that a lot. I'm a huge advocate for mental health stuff. Yeah. Um, I also suffer with anxiety and depression and stuff. And I'm very open about that as well as, you know, being in recovery from drugs and alcohol. But the reason why I bring that up is, you know, talking about doing therapeutic things and taking care of yourself mentally. I think it's so important. And the fact that you're able to be vulnerable with tons of other, I mean, I mean, millions of other people (laughs) when this is published uh, and share how you said you're gonna do responses so things that you have overcome or been through you're sharing all of those things Mm -hmm. that's incredible like honestly (laughs) it's super inspiring thank you yeah i'm
1: also starting to illustrate the book myself as well really that's cool some of the poems there will be like little illustrations that match with them
0: so do you like to draw or paint Both. yeah Yeah. that's cool i took a painting class Mm -hmm. um with my husband and it was funny because (laughs) I'm not good at painting, but Mm -hmm. it was so much fun. Basically it was like 10 adults. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like a wine and paint thing or whatever, but obviously we weren't drinking, but um, there was a person in front, the teacher or whatever, and they were like, okay, follow this and do this and do this and by the end of it, we had like a sunset with some birds and I can't remember (laughs) what else. I think maybe there was the ocean or something it was it was cool but it was funny to see like the difference in everybody's paintings Mm -hmm. just by following that one person Mm
1: -hmm. like how everybody every different person interprets the one instruction yeah
0: Yeah. and i think it's little moments like that that you have those you know realization moments in your own life of the the clarity of seeing like how different each individual is Mm -hmm. and how we all think differently Mm -hmm. act differently you know Conduct our our lives differently the knowledge that we have the way that we feel our feelings
1: I mean that goes back to like the idea of the looking glass. Yeah, everything, you know, and it really is like Everything that we've ever experienced just it shapes how we view the world like it shapes what we see it shapes How we react to what people have like how you know, it's Mm -hmm. crazy
0: (laughs) and how you said too about um, there were there were things that you've been through that you thought you were over at one point and you didn't realize they were affecting you later in life. That happens a lot. I mean, that even happens with people in our industry, um, you know, things childhood trauma, yeah. you know, things that have happened to them when they were younger and it affects them now later in life by just the way that they might react to things and it's and it's not that they're doing it on purpose it's more of a defense mechanism It's ingrained in them exactly so how
1: they feel they keep themselves safe
0: exactly
1: because they've had to keep themselves safe from something or they had a time when they were violated and they weren't able to
0: definitely yeah i feel like you've done a master class on being a therapist (laughs) you you're so intelligent honestly
1: Thank you. I actually thought about doing therapy at one point. Really? Yeah, I think I would want to do it for like sex workers in specific because I think that's something that's really lacking for us.
0: I think so too. There's the pineapple support, but um, I'm not quite familiar with how many therapists they have or what exactly Mm -hmm. how accessible.
1: I would like a therapist who's been a sex worker.
0: Yes. Because I don't
1: really think you can understand everything about being a sex worker if you haven't been one
0: yes i i agree that would be helpful i my therapist is is not a sex worker she's just a a therapist Mm -hmm. just a doctor but yeah she's very Mm open-minded and luckily non-judgmental and all that stuff but i was like straight out with her when i first started seeing Mm -hmm. her i was like all right listen this is i do porn (laughs) like i have been in a lot of porn scenes i'm gonna be in a lot more porn scenes i direct gay porn um and yeah that's what i do so if that makes you uncomfortable we should just end this yeah this it's not going to work out but i wanted to lay that out right away not to be like oh look at me i wanted to lay that out right away because if she's religious or if she had different beliefs or something she could state like yeah this this won't work yeah yeah (laughs) or like oh i don't like that because i don't want to have a therapist that's judgmental yeah, or negative why would you, why yeah. would you
1: pay someone to <laughs> money to make you feel bad? believe it or not I've
0: heard of people doing that they're yeah. like yeah my therapist tells me all the time to quit my job but I don't yeah. want to I'm like if my you therapist ever was therapist. yeah if my therapist is like quit your job I'd be like why don't you yeah quit <laughs> yours
1: because clearly you're not doing it very yeah. well
0: <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> but yeah that if I were to ever go to school it would probably be for that
0: Love that. So, I guess you could say you're a huge advocate for mental health as well.
1: Yeah. I, like you said, I, I do like to, I, I think mental health is something that's very like taboo and like swept under the rug in American mm-hmm. culture. And I think that leads to a lot of people feeling like really alone in that. When yeah. I think a lot more people are struggling with it than we let on.
0: You know, it's really crazy. I did, um, I did a, uh, it was, It was kind of intentional, but kind of not. Um, So I did a post um, about, uh, I think this was like a year and a half ago when I was at a really low point emotionally in my life. And it was just a very open post. I put it on Instagram and it was um, just to shed light on like being suicidal Mm -hmm. and like getting through to the other side and like not giving up no matter what and stuff like that and basically trying to like let people know like hey you know you're not alone I know how you feel like I love you I'm here if you need someone to talk to because not everyone has anyone um yeah. so I did that and it was literally just a post basically to you know be like I'm here you're not alone yeah it got like 400 likes but then you know Two weeks later, I post a photo in a bikini and it has like 10,000 likes. Like, that's just an example of like how swept under the rug things are Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, so a post about, hey, I was just suicidal for months. And then a bikini post like uh, those don't even compare. You know what I mean? The the bikini post will never exist if I die. Like it just doesn't. You know what I mean? So I thought that that was insane. Yeah, that just goes to show you
1: yeah i think a big part of that is um we are seen as a form of escapism being porn stars yeah and so reminding people of our um what's the word i'm looking for like i don't want to say reality but like our humanity yes thank you thanks yeah. christian reminding people of our humanity and like hey i struggle too sometimes and people are like oh no 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 no! no. i came to you because you're supposed to make me feel better yeah you are a dispenser for my endorphins that's mm-hmm. what your porn is to me
0: yeah yeah it, it, that makes me think of times when um you know you were just at avn and you know x3 and stuff so you see fans and they come up to you and sometimes they might ask you off the wall things or they might just automatically think it's okay to grab your butt or Mm -hmm. grab your boobs or Mm -hmm. try to swipe their hand in between your legs when you're taking a photo and just stuff like that and i'm like whoa 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 what are you doing oh well it's fine yeah yeah you like that don't you i'm like uh no actually i don't like that get your hand off me so it's stuff like that where it's like whoa yeah it's crazy yeah
1: i was go-go dancing actually the last time i go-go dance and this girl touched my pussy like moved my underwear i had like two or three pairs of underwear and she moved both of them and touched my pussy i was like you are a woman
0: wow like ballsy
1: how do you not realize like like don't you,
0: <laughs> you like, yeah i don't know
1: I just like blew my mind like i would have expected that from a man but from like another woman to like violate my consent like that i was like damn For sure, I see
0: you. Yeah. You're like, um, okay. She's like
1: giving me dollars. She's like, don't you want my money? And I was like, I want to punch you in the fucking face. That's what I want to (laughs) do.
0: That's, I think that's one of the most degrading things. Okay. This happens more with my men customers when it comes to dancing. Women, I don't really have this issue. Women are like throwing money like crazy, but the guys, they have $2, $1 in their hand and they think they're just going to get like this whole experience and show and i'm like that's a dollar like i just traveled across the country like i'm sorry but like i'm gonna pay you you know a little bit of time and keep it moving like i'm sorry but i'm here to work like i'm not here for fucking my own free will like well it is free will but you know what i mean
1: (laughs) but like you're there to make money you know yeah like hello i one of the first times i danced in la had someone offer me like $16 to give them a hand job. Like,
0: You're like $16? like,
1: my shoes cost more than $16. Sir.
0: <laughs> what is this? The Walmart rollback <laughs> special? The
1: fuck? He's like, it's fine, it's fine. And I was like, it's not fine. I would be like, you know what you
0: can get for $16? McDonald's. Now get the fuck out and of the here. <laughs> time
1: I was doing like fetish work too. So people were paying me like hundreds of dollars to like my fucking shoes. And I was like, no. You Yeah,
0: you're like, absolutely not, sir. You know what you can do? Unlace my shoes for me so I can take them off for $16. Thank you.
1: I was just, like, astonished. I was like, does anyone say? I mean, I'm sure there are, because, like, you know, survival sex work is a thing. Like, I started sex work when I was a survival sex work. I did things for a lot less money than I would ever do now. But, like, I was just like, you picked the wrong one.
0: Like, Kind of makes me think, you know, the... The phrase you live and you learn and not to have regrets you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. yes you did those things but where you are today mm-hmm. you're not doing them yeah
1: no absolutely. and it,
0: it made you a stronger person mm-hmm. You know mentally or physically mm-hmm. or all of the above
1: My skin today
0: so yeah <laughs> you're like you could stab me uh. i won't feel a thing <laughs>
1: and it's like crazy because now i'm like so comfortable with like setting boundaries with people and like saying no to stuff and like just being firm and like what i think i deserve and like need and stuff like that Whereas is like back
0: then when i was like
1: 18 and i was just like mm, whatever's fun
0: yeah <laughs> everything's fun and rainbows and butterflies i just need
1: money yeah <laughs> <laughs> help me <laughs> and now i'm like mm, yeah. it's i mean i've been a sex worker for eight years so but like now it feels so good to be able to be like more selective about what i do because you know at one point maybe i would have taken that 16 dollars which mm-hmm. is that sucks yeah
0: exactly And it it makes you it starts to affect your self-esteem and self-worth no absolutely
1: when i stopped sugary yeah (laughs) i told my boyfriend we just started selling drugs together um (laughs) i i cried to him and i was like i want to die like i feel gross when i leave like yeah 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 and then i just started selling drugs
0: (laughs) but now look at you
1: now look at me we've come so far the
0: uh, fucking leading actress in like movies of the (laughs) year okay it's insane um well i have absolutely loved having you here
1: i have loved being
0: here i'm sorry i didn't ask you you know a bunch of questions off this list but i feel like we we talked about really important things you know Um, But I would love if you would share with everyone your social media handles and then, you know, any websites or projects you have coming up, all of that stuff.
1: So my Instagram and Twitter are both at Maya Wolf and my website is uh, mayasfans.com. And for projects I have coming up, look out for my new work with Les Cinema and Dorso.
0: Awesome. You said Maya's fans. Yeah, Maya's fans. Maya'sfans.com. Maya's you guys, and then follow her on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure to look out for Maya Wolf's work <laughs> for Less Cinema and Dorcel, superstar over here. <laughs> and in the meantime, go check out Grinders and Going Up. Do Those it. are awesome. You won't regret it. <laughs> but thank you guys, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> order like a champ at raisin canes with tailgates of hand battered chicken fingers and cane sauce and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade you can guarantee victory for every game day meal raisin canes chicken finger one love order online or on our app